Hey, everybody. I'm C. I'm Jen. And you're listening to Tom Tit and Baobab. Welcome to Tom Titt and Baobab, the New York Times Spelling Bee-inspired podcast that's all about words, word games, and the word nerds who love them. School's out for the summer. Woo-hoo. Wait, your kids get out this early? Not my kids. Us! This is our last episode oh, before us, we yes. take our summer break. Hurrah, as we say in the bee. Yes, though I will miss our on-air chit-chats, as we say in the bee. They are quite cathartic, as we also say in the bee. But I know you'll appreciate the bomb of a break from the hellhole of <laughs> editing. Oh, so true. So true. In fact, it's the truth, as we say in the B. <laughs> I do like that so many words this week are tied to our thoughts <laughs> on taking a summer break. Do you think Sam did that on purpose just for us? Don't blame the babble on Sam, Jen. We just have so much to get in before we leave for vacay. Vacay, not a word this week or ever, but something we are really excited for. Yes, but don't worry, listeners. We'll be back in the fall. And when we're off the air, we'll be busy planning for Tom Tit and Baobab. 3.0. So please contact us with your thoughts and ideas and we will see what we can do. Yes, please do. And Jen, I want to be amicable, but <laughs> I am deducing a need to get moving. Yes. It's time for the week in bees. <laughs> This is the part of the show where we talk about the New York Times spelling bees from the previous week. Today, we're talking about bees starting Saturday, May 20th and ending Friday, May 26th. C, did any words make you B-A-N, B-A-N-A-N-A-S, bananas. I know, isn't that a fun one when that's in the the bee? I love it. First, the words didn't make me bananas, but you know one thing that makes me bananas, Jen? What? That apparently, like... The spelling bee hates me. (laughs) You sent me this morning this thing that said, hey, look, did you see that now you can do yesterday's bee today? And I was like, what? I don't have that. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. have an option to do yesterday's bee. Why do you? Yeah. So for anybody else who didn't get this, because apparently the bee thinks I'm special and it gives me access to all the new stuff right away. I got a message this morning that said, now you can do yesterday's bee today. And I sent it to Cecilia immediately. And she said, I got no such thing. Yes. And I don't see it. I'm looking at my app. I don't see it. So I'm super confused. Let me ask you this. This actually has nothing to do with how much the bee hates you. Now that you're allowed to play yesterday's bee, are you still going to accuse me of cheating when I don't refresh and play yesterday's B? A, yes. But B, I still can't play (laughs) yesterday's B, which is not a problem because I can stay in the present instead of the past. (laughs) Yeah, I want to only be able to play today, but like I don't understand why you can do it and I can't. But anyway. I don't know, but let me say this. There were a couple of days this past week. I did not put my usual time into the bee this past week I did not and there give were a couple of days all. yes I didn't <laughs> give it my all and there were a couple of days particularly Saturday 520 and Sunday 521 where I barely did the puzzle and I so wish that I had done the puzzle Why? because there were all of these good words that I felt like I was getting cheated out of because I didn't do the puzzle and then when I went to look I was like oh I would have loved to have gotten that word where's my little tiny violin <laughs> Your nano violin. Yeah. Did you get non-combatant? That was such like a fun word, no, wasn't it? That was one of the ones Wait, that I you didn't, didn't get, get. Oh, oh my no, god! That's exactly it was what a I'm saying. Like, I think I got like five words that day, and then I got. The sh- I was editing. <laughs> that's what I was doing that day. I was editing this show, but I did get Baobab, of course. But like, I didn't get Bobcat. I didn't get Catacomb. I didn't get non-combatant. Yeah. All these yeah. like super good words. I feel like it was a really long one, and actually, you know, I don't think I got Baobab. So like, what? you know, I had to finish Come it. On. It was so, I, I I never see it, you know, on the, on Saturday, 520, just cause we're yeah. talking about those two good B days, Qatar. Is that how you say it? I don't know Qatar, how you say Qatar. it. We should look that up. C-A-T-A-R-R-H. But it's not like the country. Yeah. Well, which is also a confusing one. <laughs> I know, which say, I also right? never pronounce correctly. I want to know how to say it. So wait, I'm listening. Qatar. Qatar, just like I say the country. Oh, well, okay, how great. I used to say the country. Qatar. But so- 
here's the thing with that word. So I know it's a word. Yes. I was very happy about the word, but figuring out how to freaking spell this word like much longer than the whole thing. Because I didn't get that word. <laughs> it was so funny though. I was just like, come on. I know this word. I know there's a weird Did R-H. you eventually look it up? Oh, I had no problem looking it up. Yeah. I mean, I was ready to look it up from the first second because I knew the word. I just didn't yeah. exactly know how to spell exactly. it. But figuring out how to look it up. I couldn't remember if it was like C-A-T-A or if it was like C-A-R-R-H-A-T. Right, like, right. You knew those letters were in there. Yes. Oh, yeah. it was so confusing. Yeah. Anyway. That was a good one. Yeah. What'd yeah. you like? That day, I also, again, word I didn't get. That's a great word. We've talked about it before. Chihuahua. Yeah, well, sure. Fun. Chihuahua. What about talk? I got that word, but I don't know about mm-hmm. it. Talk, I thought was interesting too, because I think I also got it and... um. It's short for tachom- or tachometer. tachometer. Yeah. Like that's a weird one, right? It's very weird. And it's informal. Like why are we right. counting Like it? he didn't count convo the other week, but he's going to count talk. No, we did count litho. And I wrote you this. Yeah. And said, I, to I me, like trash word. If it wasn't an art word, would you agree that it's a trash word? Because like, really? Probably. Like how many people Probably. are like, I oh, did, like how yeah. many people say the word lithogram in any situation? Lithograph. It's lithograph. <laughs> lithograph, excuse me. And then how many people are like, Oh, I need to now like make that short. It's true. I liked it because I always try it. And the same, I wrote you back and I said also with Lino, I always put in there. And yeah, yeah, I totally agree. If I didn't know them as art terms, I'd probably be annoyed. Can I talk to you about lithography for a second? Sure. So (laughs) when I, you know, I feel like, oh, I know what a lithograph is or, you know, a lithographic print, right? Yeah. I I know that word. So then I thought, oh, let me just look it up because sometimes I'm Mm -hmm. wrong, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And here is the definition that is on Google lithograph. Okay. Lithography. Mm -hmm. Lithography is a planographic method of printing originally based on the emissibility of oil and water. That's like a very difficult. Well, I've studied this stuff and I didn't ever really understand lithography until I watched a video of somebody doing it. And I still can't really remember exactly how it works. But it's really cool. Google it and find a video because it's this whole thing where like they print it on a stone yeah, and then it disappears the it. and then really it comes cool. back. Yeah. And yeah, it's really interesting. It is, but it's just funny mm-hmm. that we know this word and now you're going to go litho. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of old posters were lithographs. I No, again, I am not having a real problem with no, the word that's, I think that's why people know the word. I think that's why people know lithograph. Right, right. But then like, to think, yeah, I need litho. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going for it. Yeah. Another word, which is so interesting, yeah. I have to talk about it. Okay. Tortoni. So Tortoni, T-O-R-T-O-N-I, has been in the B a lot, right? Yes. So I know it and I was, you know, I'm always happy to have it there. Yeah. But like, I know it because I'm Italian and there's old Italian people in my family. Like, right. it's a weird dessert that was real popular in the late 1800s and then in America in the early 1900s uh-huh. and then basically mm-hmm. has totally disappeared. <laughs> so, Maybe because it's disgusting. Wait, can I just tell people what the Merriam-Webster definition is yeah. for those who have never eaten tortoni? Which is almost everybody. Ice cream made of heavy cream. That part sounds good. Often with minced almonds, also good. And chopped maraschino cherries and often flavored with rum. I didn't think that's something you would like, but most people like cherries and rum. So that's not going to be a problem. Ice cream. And lots of people think that it's super yummy. Like there's a whole thing online about this and in the New York Times and it's super interesting, but Mm -hmm. it's like really, really a weird word. Yeah. And yet tartufo is not usually in the B. I don't. That's true. There's a lot. And there's like weird pastas that are, that aren't. But no, anyway. I was just thinking of like other equivalent Italian desserts. Right. Gelato yes, is always in the is. B. So sure. there you go. Ice ball was not in the B this week, which I was I know. And about. I really thought it should have been. Is ice ball in the dictionary? Why wouldn't it be? It's a um, thing. It's an ice ball. Right? Like <laughs> you throw a snowball, you throw an ice ball. Guess what? It's uh, not. They have it as two words. Yeah. That's why. That's too bad. But it I should be one think... word. Snowball is one word. Snowball. Ice Would ball. snowball be? Is snowball one Snowball word? is always one word, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Snowball is one word. What about S-N-O ball? S-N- so would we count oh, snowball? Like a snow cone? I'm going with the happy food things. Come on, Jen. Get with it. <laughs> well, they do have snow cone in here. It's two words and not one. I have snowball with a dash. Yeah. Mm. Oh, interesting. 
Snowball is a Baltimore confection made with finely shaved oh, ice so and it's flavored like sugar syrup. Philadelphia what? water ice? Yes. And Snowball kind of looks like Interesting. water ice, but they call it a Snowball. And then sometimes it has like, it's a little fluffier. Huh. The ice is fluffier while snow cone is coarse, crunchy, and You know granular, what I think this calls why, for? Uh, trip around the country eating frozen desserts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, back to words. I do think ice ball should be a word. I also think there was another word that I thought you would be so mad was left out this week Which on was? Monday, 522. Nanillion. I did try it and I was excited about it and I looked it up and it's like one of those kind of words, you know? But people use it. Yeah. Oh, I wanted it to be a word and I was all excited when I thought about it. I was like, Nanillionth, Nanillionth. It wasn't there. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I put in Nanillionth about 10 billion about times. About a Nanillionth times? Nanillionth, ah! yes. Um, what about non-mal... Oh, wait, was that not a... Maybe it was what? not an option that day. The day of malleable. I thought I wanted non-malleable. No, bunch, I don't think that was an option. I don't think there was an end. Unmalleable? But malleable mm, is a really good word. I love the word malleable. I know. And it came quick. Yeah, it's like a great word. And... But it also just raises the able question, which always comes up when there's an able in the puzzle, which, which is, is like, what, what are you able to able? Yes, what are you able to able? Or like, what are you able to able with an E or drop the E? Like blameable was spelled both B-L-A-M-E-A-B-L-E and without the yeah. E in the middle. And climbable was in there. I like which, climbable. Great. I like climbable too. Although the more I look at it, the more it looks kind of wacky yeah that's why i Doesn't like it. it look like a wacky Lambable. word but words that weren't in there labelable embalmable i tried embalmable i tried it so many times oh I my god i so wanted that and imbibable yes. i tried imbibable with the e i tried it without the e yes. it's also a frustrating day with an able word because you know like oh i've got to try every option mm -hmm. and so you're just like i'm so liable to miss something yeah <laughs> But you know what I mean? That you're just like, did I spell labelable right? Like, is it not in there or is it that I didn't spell it exactly right? So it's there yeah. and I just missed it. You know, like a lot of people were upset that day that Becalm was not in the puzzle. I was upset about that too. Very Yeah, upset. but what do you think Becalm means? I thought it meant to like become, is it not? Yeah, that's what I thought too. And it that is that's the secondary meaning of it is to make calmer to suit to soothe the yes. primary meaning of it is to keep motionless by lack of wind and it's used in sailing oh, and i think that's why funny. you didn't include it another <laughs> sailing word out the door exactly <laughs> i like that civet was in there and i was like yes. wait a minute has there been civet before yes. and i was all excited was. and then we were excited yes. the last time it was in there i didn't remember because you know they don't put so many things you know and then yeah. i looked up civet you know just to be clear what a civet was because what's the, the it's the thing that i always want to be there that's not so there was bobcat there the was caracol? Civet, but there's no caracol which right. again is weird right because totally why weird. have a civet yeah. do you know that i see civet the population is fewer than 250 mature individuals no way that's what it says now this is oh, like you know wikipedia right but I also think it's weird. I think there's more caracals than that. Just saying. <laughs> Definitely more caracals than that. Oh, now I'm oh, and civets are cute little things. I know. Um, we're going to have uh, to find out about endangered civets. It didn't say that it's endangered. It just said the population. Well, now, if that's the population, it sounds pretty endangered to me. Wait, let's not spread false information. I'm going to oh, look okay. on the World Wildlife Fund species list. Go for it. Civet is not on it. This might be a specific Are... kind of civet. I think it's a, a kind of civet. Large spotted civet. Mm -hmm. So they're not all critically neutral. Ooh, and that one is weird looking. So yeah, it looks like there's different kinds of civet. Yeah. Ooh, and there's, wait, civetocytus? Oh my God. <gasps> oh wait, and there's a civet Ew. cat. Well, so civet cat is what I was just talking about, but look up civetocytus. Oh my God, is that upsetting? I don't want to. <gasps> you're, the noise you're making makes me think I do not want to see what civetocytus well, is. I can't first, even say it. What is it? It's the genus of viverid that contains the extant African civet and a recently described extinct relative from the 
pleopleistine of South Africa, known as the civitatis brainy. But the first picture is of a civet that looks like it's like a zombie civet. It's very upsetting. Oh, wait, I thought civitatis was a disease. That's why I didn't <laughs> want to look it up. Now I'll look it up. <laughs> wait, all I'm getting is civitatis. C-I-V-E-T-T-I-C-T-I-S. T. Join I us on a walk into Google. <laughs> you too could Google. Oh my gosh, it does. Its eyes look like right? orange marbles. I say don't keep staring at it because oh. I'm pretty sure it could kill us <laughs> just by looking at the picture. That's really weird. Wow. It's the African civet. <laughs> All right. Anything else we need to talk about here? What do we got? Biotin? 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 I think that's a weird word. I think it is, I get too. that it's scientific, but it seems so obscure. <laughs> that it's scientific. <laughs> Biotin, B-I-O-T-I-N, a colorless crystalline growth vitamin C10, H16. I think it's one of your vitamin Bs. Of the vitamin B complex. It's, it's like, found especially in yeast, liver, and egg yolk. Yeah, I think it's a vitamin B. I think that's what you mean. It is. It's part of the vitamin B right, complex. But I'm just but saying, like, really? I think that's why it's not so mm-hmm. crazy. Did you want cock block to be in today? Oh, I didn't even think what? about it today, but we've talked about that the word first before. Word I, I think at. we talked about it when Jared was on the show. <laughs> Probably. It was the first <laughs> word I wanted. And then also today, I'm talking Friday, May 26th. Yeah. I was very happy that I immediately knew Deckel. Uh, I, I didn't even finish. <laughs> I didn't get Deckel yet. Oh, <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember what a Deckel is, though? Yeah, it's a paper making thing. Yes, a frame for paper making. Yes, I was all over deco. I still think it's a stupid word, but awesome. I knew it thanks to um, this wonderful show. Exactly. That's why you should all be listening. Yes. Catch up on your episodes over oh, the summer. Okay. Yes. I think we covered everything. I am big pen to meet. I don't think you can say iambic pentameter and iambic (laughs) pentameter, can you? I do. I like how you did that, though. That was just for you, Jen. (laughs) Thank you. All right, you ready? Can we go? Let's do it. To the word of the week. This is the section of the show where we explore one word from the previous week's puzzles. I had a word I wanted to talk about a few weeks ago, and it's back in the puzzle this week. So Cecilia very kindly gave her turn to me. Even though I really wanted to talk about Tortoni, so I well, just Well, you did talk in. about Tortoni anyway. <laughs> I really wanted to talk about Cold Clock. Cold Clock? But then I looked it up and nobody knows where it comes Wait, from. Wait, was Cold Clock a word today? You mean like to punch somebody? Can you knock somebody out? But that's not one yeah. word, is it? Yeah, it is. Wait, it counted today? Cold Clock? Yeah. <gasps> I had no idea. I haven't done oh, it sorry. Yet. Well, now we both ruined a word for each other. All right. But cold clock, I don't know that I would have guessed they actually Yeah, counted. and so I, oh. I actually looked it up because I was thinking I would exchange my word that I wanted to talk about for that because I was so like, wow, good. But nobody knows where it comes from. So, you know, I like mini words, mini bar, mini bus, mini camp, mini yes. cam. You also know that I think nano is woefully underused. Particularly in the deep. Since nano is really many. So for a while now, I've been wanting, as you said, to do a deep dive on nanobot. And today's the day. So let's break it down. Nanobot is nano plus bot. Nano is sometimes used to simply mean something very, very small. But technically, it's one billionth of something. So 10 to the minus nine. Super, super, super tiny. Nano comes from the Greek word nanos, meaning dwarf. Now, bot has a few different meanings. Bot is the larva of a bot fly. It is also an abbreviation for botany or botanist. But we are probably most familiar with bot today as a computer program or character that mimics the actions of a person or performs automatic repetitive tasks. Automata, automata. This is the kind of bot that we, you know, usually think of when we're talking about like Twitter bots and people spreading misinformation online. And those are just bots. Bots. Those are bots. Okay. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm breaking it down. We got the nano means dwarf in Greek. Bot is this other thing. So the last definition, bots online, is, as you might guess, a shortened form of robot. And that's also the source 
of the bot in nanobot. So nanobot does not refer to a microscopically small botanist, which I think is unfortunate. Mm. It's a microscopically small robot. Okay, well, this makes sense. Yes. Nanobot and robot are interchangeable as words. And see, you will like this. Nanobot is considered a portmanteau and i know you like your portmanteaus yes a portmanteau remind us what portmanteau is a word that combines two other words so here are some examples smoke plus fog is smog right bombay plus hollywood is bollywood Mm. ipod plus broadcast is podcast Mm -hmm. and everybody's favorite phablet phone plus tablet (laughs) (laughs) well everybody's not favorite but we'll go with that (laughs) And oh, by the way, snark, snide plus remark. Did you know that? I did not. I didn't either. So nano plus robot is nanobot. All right. We covered the origins of nano. What about robot? This is pretty interesting. In one of the earlier TMB seasons, I talked about the fact that I was in a philology class in high school. Philology is such a good word, isn't it? It is. And when Major Jackson was on the show a couple of weeks ago, he talked about Dr. Phillips, who taught my philology class. And Dr. Phillips must have been like the best teacher ever, because I remember (laughs) so much stuff that he taught me. And it seems like I'm digressing, but I'm not, because I learned the etymology of robot from Dr. Phillips. Ah, interesting. Do you know where robot comes from? Not at all. Please tell. Okay. The Czech playwright Carl Chapek wrote a play in 1920 called R-U-R, R period, U period, R, which stands for Rossum's Universal Robots. Huh. Rossum's Universal Robots was a fictional company that made machines to perform like drudgery and hard, dangerous labor. And the robots obviously were those machines. Ah. He called them robots. And he just made up that word robots. Yes. Well, sort of, because the Czech word robota, I don't know how you pronounce Czech, so mm. but R-O-B-O-T-A means forced labor or compulsory labor. Okay. So like he came up with this idea of the robot. Hmm. Of course, in the play, the robots eventually rebel and they kill everybody and they take over the world as, you know, robots are wont to do. Right. And when the play was translated into English in 1922, everybody started talking about robots. Why do you think everyone got so excited about that word? Like, why do you think the word worked so well? Well, I don't know why the word worked. I think it was just, it was sci-fi, you know? things that are going to take over humanity and it was like after the industrial revolution and like emerging technology and i just think it was part of the zeitgeist okay i don't know that's just my theory anyway okay they were science fiction at the time but within decades robots became not science fiction right right didn't you say there was an automaton like in the 1800s yes and you might call an automaton a proto-robot Right, of some sort. Wait, I thought Automaton is a robot. I'm confused. Well, you know, I don't think that it can actually work independently. And robots can move independently and perform complex actions. All right. I'm not sure about this part. So automatons didn't, they couldn't do your job for you. They couldn't go out and like mine quarry or plow a field or like do some other work right and that's the idea of the robot wait what were they supposed to do the automaton they're supposed to do work no automatons were like for entertainment they couldn't do very much so like the automaton that i told you about last week that could write poetry and draw pictures it didn't write like original Mm -hmm. it was programmed to like draw four pictures and write four poems for some other number. Doesn't sound very useful. It wasn't useful. And a robot is useful. Well, then... The automaton was like for fun. <laughs> it was like, hey, check out this cool thing, right? Robots, not for fun. Yes. Robots were for like hard labor. <laughs> I bet. Are nanobots fun? Can nanobots ever be fun? Well, I don't know. Let's find out about that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nanobots were like the next fantastic idea after robots. So when Chapek wrote about robots, they did not exist. By the time we came up with the idea of nanorobots or nanobots, robots did exist, but now nanobots, that was sci-fi. You know, that was like something in the future. Yeah. So nanobot is a microscopic robot built on the scale of nanometers. Okay. So... This idea of nanorobotics being a thing really 
became popularized around 1959 when a physicist named Richard Feynman talked about microscopic devices that could hold a whole bunch of information in a lecture that he gave. And apparently that sort of like set everybody afire and they were like, oh, let's create tiny little machines. The word nanobot itself seems to have been introduced by a scientist named Eric Drexler in the mid-1980s, although it's a little unclear to me. It seems like a lot of people were using like nano terms and it could have been around by someone okay. else or at some other time. Um, but he introduced it as a tiny machine that could build or repair things on a molecular level. And that's pretty much what a nanobot is. So today, nanobot development is a huge thing. There's like a ton of money in it. And why is it so popular today? It is so popular today because, I mean, we haven't really created any workable nanobots yet. Okay. It's like mainly still an experimentation, but there are Wait, all right. these things. There's no nanobots like in, um, you know, in like medicine. They're working on them, but they're all still like in trial. Oh, phases. I didn't realize that. I There's thought nothing they were that's there. like mainstream yet. Hey. No, no. And so there are all sorts of applications. Like there's medical, and I read something that talked about that they could be like nano doctors mm. at some point. So then I was like, oh, if there could be nano doctors, then maybe someday there will be nanobotanists. <laughs> but so the medical ones can target specific cells and like deliver messages to them and responses within your body. Um, people are working on nanobots that can like clean up pollution, military applications. There's like all sorts of things that you could potentially do with nanobots that people are working on. So you're but, saying the world is nanobotic. It's coming. Yeah, but we're not quite there yet. And, you know, some people are scared that nanobots like their robot predecessors and RUR are going to take over and kill everybody. Um, so there's sure. that. <laughs> but something's got to do it. So, you know, come on. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I like to always end, if I can, with a song reference. And I did find out that They Might Be Giants' 16th album is called Nanobots. Ah, and love it. The second track on it is a song called Nanobots. How does it sound? Come on, you got to sing because I haven't heard it, so I can't oh, sing shoot. it. Shoot, I don't remember. I've only listened to it once. But Jennifer. I can tell you some of the words. I can tell you sleeper cells awaken. <laughs> now, this is your plan. Here are the voices tuned into the Confederates. See the tiny figures stretching their limbs. Stand back and watch them. Grow the nanobots up. Grow them in the cracks in the sidewalk. Wind the nanobots up wind them up and wish them away listeners if like me you want to hear jen sing this then make your voice heard <laughs> <laughs> i would sing it if i could all right well jen besides the non-singing very interesting thanksy that's all i have to say about nanobots yeah i got to talk about something bigger can we talk about something bigger than nanobots like macro mega like mega maybe like the biggest person mega. on the internet at least in our world mega Oh, I know who you're talking about. You're talking about our special guest, which means it must be time for. Boy, I'm so excited. Wild guy. <laughs> the wild card is the part of the show where we do whatever we want. And this week, what we want is to talk to our friend, William Bilshun. Hi, Bill. Hey, Bill. Hi. Welcome back. Thanks. It's great to be back. It's always fun to talk to you. Same. Bill Shun is the Hugo and Nebula Award-nominated author of over 30 works of short fiction. They've appeared everywhere from Asimov's science fiction to Salon. He's got a memoir, The Accidental Terrorist, that was published in 2015, which was shortlisted for the Association for Mormon Letters Award. He also edits The Piltdown Review. Hello. I think you forgot to say the most important thing about Bill. Yes, which is? That Bill is the mastermind behind Spelling Bee Solver. Guilty as charged. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow not the first thing on your biography on your website. I have to say, I'm looking on your website, and the first thing I see is about you meeting the common Michael Ian Black, who I happen to love. So what? How did we not talk about this last time, Bill? Uh, that's a good question. There were just <laughs> there are just too many interesting things about me to get to all of them <laughs> in one conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, Would you tell us? I will tell you. 
I have to go back a little bit and talk about, mention my book again, The Accidental Terrorist, which is a, a memoir about my experiences as a young Mormon missionary. And I don't want to spoil too much, but I have a literary agent named Barry Goldblatt, who's also a good friend of mine. And he happens to uh, also represent Michael Ian Black for his books. Ah, he's written cool. several books. And, and he's quite a good writer also. Now, a few years ago, 2015, when uh, my book was just coming out, Barry, my agent, had some extra tickets to a taping of a comedy special that Michael was doing at John Jay College in Manhattan. I love Michael Ian Black also, <laughs> so I said I'd love to go along. Of course. And, you know, the show starts, and I have to say, Barry had no idea what was coming <laughs> about... 45 minutes into the taping, Michael launches into this story about how he got arrested. He was arrested for having a lapse, having had a lapse in his auto insurance. Uh -huh. So he pauses the story and says, has anyone here been to jail? <laughs> and you said. It just so happens. Me, me, call on me. <laughs> my memoir is all about why I went to jail when I was a Mormon missionary in Canada. Those and words are not generally put together. No. Yes. And by the way, you all can purchase Bill's book online, which I have done, and it is very entertaining. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so you end up like telling the story. To I the did end up telling special? the story. Uh, my my agent had to yell at me or just, you know, whisper at me very harshly to put my hand up because I always freeze in situations like that. So uh, he took two other stories first, but finally he called on me and we had a we had quite a long, very, very funny exchange about uh, what happened when I was a missionary, which I won't spoil here, but you can uh. either read the book or if you Go to the homepage of my website also. There's a, a clip from that stand-up special right there on the homepage so you can see what happened. Awesome. And your homepage is www.shunn.net so people can find it. So Spelling Bee Solver, for people who don't know, is a way to get hints and also to get some historical information about the bee. Can you just... I know you talked about this last time, but just a quick recap about like why you did this. Just something short. Sure. Uh, I became a fan of Spelling Bee way back in the summer of 2018. And back then there weren't really any websites that helped you solve uh, the Spelling Bee. And I could rarely wait until the next day to find out <laughs> what all the words were. Yeah. So I just built a little online tool that would help me find more words that I could try. Yeah. And eventually I started recording every day what words were actually in the spelling bee mm -hmm. and that just ballooned over time into this giant website that's got information on not just the current day's bee but historical information about every spelling bee that has yeah. ever run which is the thing that i most love about your tool and you know and i recommend it to people because i'll see people online saying stuff like has this ever been in there before like this couldn't have been in there and i always tell them <laughs> Go to Spelling Bee Solver. You can look up yep. the history of any word. It'll tell you exactly how many times it's been in, how many times it hasn't been in, all that yep. good information. And it's the first place I go every morning because I want to know just how many words are in here today, how many pangrams, so I can kind of get started with an idea of what I'm dealing with. So I really appreciate it. And you don't get all of it. Like you give people the option of how many hints they want. So yes. if you don't want any other hints, you don't have to get them, which is you know, great for those of us who only want kind of the basics. Yeah. But if you want to see what the breakdown is of all the answers by the first two letters, or if you want to drill down farther than that and see the first three letters for any two letter combination, you can do all that, but you don't have to. So you won't see any spoilers that you don't want. Now, the question is, <laughs> what do you think about the big, bad New York Times trying to steal your thunder? The B-Buddy, <laughs> like... When we saw this, we thought, what does Bill think? Like, he's been doing this for years, and they come along and think they've got something new to do here. Well, I think it's an interesting tool, and mm -hmm. it's useful. I have a hard time seeing it as something that I would go to every day just because it's kind of an overwhelming amount of information. Yeah. 
But I think, you know, the Times is not just stealing my thunder. There are other websites out there that that give hints for for all the words in the list, like mm. Don Swartout's mm. website, beroots.com. Yeah, B-E-E-roots.com. Yeah. Gotcha. He's been compiling hints for all the words that have ever appeared in the spelling bee puzzle. And now the New York Times is basically they're not even doing it themselves. They're they're crowdsourcing hints from right. people who use the spelling bee forums. Right. And they're trying to drive people to the spelling bee forum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is like spoiler central. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You know, it's their puzzle. The New York Times can can do what they like, but my website, if it's just hints you're looking for, it's gonna be it's gonna be more useful for you and you don't have to accidentally see any kinds of information or hints that you don't want to. Yeah. Okay. So you're not going anywhere. The spelling bee solver is gonna stay. That's what I'm hearing. That's exactly the case. I have no intention of Excellent. giving up or <laughs> <laughs> or of going awesome. away or anything of that sort. Perfect. I am trying to think of more features that I could add to Spelling Bee Solver. I know one. I know one. Oh, I know one. I'm all ears. I want definitions, though. I guess maybe I don't need that in Spelling Bee Solver as much as I want it in the B. Like, I really want you just to be able to click right. on it like you have right. on a yeah. Kindle, you know? Okay. You know what would be nice? When you give your list of all the words that are in the puzzle, if those were linked to the definitions. So that if ah. I go to see what I missed, I see, oh, I missed tin horn. Yes. No, that's a that that's a really good idea. I do have links to Miriam Webster, huh. but it takes two clicks to get there. Mm -hmm. If you click on a word that's in that's in the list on Spelling Bee Solver, it will take you to a page that has the history. Oh, and then you click oh, on I didn't it again. Realize that. And on the history page, yeah, the the word is is linked there, but you can link to to the dictionary or get to the dictionary to de definition. Know. It would be good though to to make that more obvious and have a an easier way to get there. Yeah, but that seems pretty reasonable. So we're gonna have to go to it. Yeah, cool. So, Bill, what have you been doing since well, we last talked to you? I think you've moved. I did move. I moved to Denver a few months ago. And uh, Denver's fine. I don't know that it's. <laughs> endorsement <laughs> bill says denver's fine <laughs> i have i have some family here so you know there's some attraction to that but i still go back to new york all the time i've got you know important ties to mm -hmm. new york city and i don't know that denver is where i'm going to end up permanently honestly gotcha still mm -hmm. trying to figure gotcha. it out i might keep moving west i don't know ah, in search of gold i gotcha <laughs> sure eagles <laughs> and are you writing or what's i'm i'm doing a lot of things i'm doing a little bit of writing not as much as i would like to but i've been writing a lot of poetry oh. i'm working on a putting together a short story collection nice. and Excellent. speaking of spelling bee words it, it might include a couple of my novelettes or novellas that have been <laughs> up for big awards <laughs> So are you still, are you back to playing the bee? Because I feel like the last time you were not playing the bee very much because you were so busy, like, you know, doing work with the bee. Yeah, I I still don't really play it as yeah, much yeah. as I should. I just analyze it and, <laughs> and post about it. And I spend, I do also spend a lot of time on my Twitter account at mm. B-Solved. At B-Solved, yeah. Yes, where I'm posting the daily hints and I often pop in there and, post interesting and strange words that yeah, I've found. Cool. Are you playing other games, other online games? I am. I've been playing this fun little little goofy game called Alpha Bear. Alpha Bear. <laughs> What's Alpha Bear? It's kind of a quest game where you have various little bears that Aww. pop out of a time warp. Like mini bears? Oh, they are. <laughs> yes. Sorry, we were just they talking are, about They are mini bears. But to solve each level, they, they uh, throw a bunch of letters at you and you have to try to form words out of the letters on each level and clear spaces so the bear can get bigger and bigger. Oh my God. I'm <laughs> looking at it online right now. And I think that my son is going to love this thing. It's, oh my God. It's very cute. It's way too addictive. Really? And wait, now I see there's alpha bear two as well. <laughs> like, are you seeing more than one? Yeah, I've been playing Alpha Bear 2. Okay, so that's the one I want. Words Across Time. That's yes. what it's okay. called. Yes. Oh, and so there used to be Alpha Bear Hustle. Alpha this is Bear so interesting. Hustle. That's the one I want to play. And people love it, not just Bill, <laughs> but like people all over the internet. I get like shocked that anybody would like the same thing as Bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, I'm you know, always shocked so by that. I am not... <laughs> 
I'm not a game player, like in this kind of way. So I don't know about things unless people like put them in front of me. So I'm super excited to try Alpha Bear and my son's going to be more excited. This is his kind of thing. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Bill, are there any any new developments with Tylogram? For those of you who don't know, Tylogram is a word game that Bill created, which is very fun and very What's the word I want to use? (laughs) It's a time sink. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing exactly new with Tylogram. I continue to put out a new puzzle every Tuesday and Friday. And this is another thing that takes up a lot of my time. Mm -hmm. Sure. But one special thing we have coming up with Tylogram, I say we, it's just me. Uh, (laughs) Starting on July 21st, Tylogram is going to be running a big kind of sweepstakes. There's going to be an overarching puzzle to solve over the course of of a month. And whoever solves the puzzle first is going to win some kind of prize. I haven't figured that out yet. I suggest copies of your book. Oh, <laughs> you know, that's a good idea. I, I kind of yes. was thinking about cash, but <laughs> maybe copies of my book would be better. Yes. <laughs> awesome. So the, get your telegram on before that. Yeah. So then on the 21st, you're ready yes. to start the sweepstakes. And you can oh, telegram through shun.net as well. Yes, you can. You can. Yes. You can also go to tylogr.am. No, dot AM. That's, That's it. it. That's okay. it. It's just the word telegram with a dot before AM. Nice. So, Bill, we thought it would be fun since we're all word game players here, and at least one of us is a word game creator, and that obviously is you. <laughs> at least one of us. Like, only one of us. That's you. We thought it would be fun to try out a new game together. Okay. So, um, you suggested, Bill, a game called Type Shift. Yes which is an iOS game, which Cecilia and I have both downloaded, but I, we, neither of us have actually looked at this yet. So okay. do you want to tell us a little That's bit about it? That's not really true. I haven't looked at it yet. I did kind of look at so, it and it was really Bill, fun. Will yeah. you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. Type Shift is, is a game created by a guy named Zach Gage, which gives you something that looks kind of like an odometer with letters on it, or like one of those combination locks that has, that you spin with your thumb so you can line up all the, all the numbers, right? Here, you're trying to move these columns of letters up and down so that you can spell a word going across. And that kind of lights up all the letters in that word. And you want to try to find enough combinations of words so that you light up all all the letters in all the columns. Does that make sense? I am playing it right now. Yes. Ooh. Wait, we're supposed to play it together. What's I'm wrong trying. with you, Jennifer? She heard Listen, that I, I played it and then she was like, wait a minute, I have already. to look smart. So I, as Bill was talking, I was following along so that I could see what he was talking about in real time. And I encourage listeners to do that as well. Yes. Okay, so today's daily puzzle, it, this is for Friday, May 26th. So none of okay. you guys will be able to play this okay. anymore because you'll have been past it. And I see four lines of letters. The first one, Starts with a K and then there's an N-H-M-S and then L-Y-Y-I-O-L-E. There's four lines total with like no words here. So we are trying to make words. Now, does the word have to go across the entire line? That's my understanding. So we have to get one five letter word and then three seven letter words. You can make as many words as you want. There's a lot of ways to solve this puzzle. There's always a way to solve it with a minimum number of words, it seems to me. But there's also usually a lot of other words you can spell along the way. So if even if you don't get it in four words, you might be able to get all the letters selected by doing seven words or or even more. Oh, okay. And is there anything better to doing less words than more? Uh... I don't know if you get more points that way or what. Okay. So we're just going to try to get some words. Okay. Bill, like kind of lead our lead of the way what we would do here. Well, I kind of start out each puzzle by trying to, by looking at the beginning one or two letters and seeing what might actually work together. Like there's okay. a, there's the first column has K L U and S. Right. Mm-hmm. And the second column has Y E and P. Right. So you know that maybe U and P might go together. Right. UP mm-hmm. could be the first couple letters of a word, but K and P would not, or LP would not. Right. Exactly. 
So I kind of start working through it that way. Like if I did SP for the first two letters, uh -huh. the next, the only thing that could really work from column three, which has N, Y, G, and T is Y. Right. Mm -hmm. So you've got- But that's going to be hard because now we need four more letters that start with spy. Think about uh, it being, yeah, a compound word where spy is the first part. And there, maybe there's a four-letter word in the in the rest of the letters that could fit after that. Spy hole. Yes. What is a spy hole? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just looking at the letters and seeing what word. I was thinking that. spy hole, but it doesn't Wait, seem to be. Spy hole is not it. a word. It is a word. <laughs> Why not? That you you it's look like, through, God. you spy through yeah, a hole, like that I, little thing in your door, so you can see who's up people. there. But it's a spy hole. I think you were right with the up. The up. You like up? Up. Okay. But then what would be KY? No, 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 no. It's okay. You can do that later. So the K is going to okay. have to go with key. So I think it's gotcha. keyhole, by the way, for the top part. Oh. oh, good point. Let's try keyhole. There it is. Yeah. If you spell keyhole, it lights up. Right, right. Exactly. Hey, Bill, welcome to my world where Cecilia always wins the word games. <laughs> That's <laughs> not true. <But laughs> awesome. So this one is way harder. So just for people to know, I downloaded this last night and it immediately took me to something that I did not realize was like a starter pack. I'm now seeing that it was, and it was insanely uh, easy. And I was like, yes. oh, well, this is fun, but it's really, really easy. Yeah, the starter puzzles are quite easy. Yeah, but it's nice because you get a kind of sense of how to do this. Or if you want to do it with like kids, you could do that. And now this one, I think we're not going to be able to even get through right now because it's hard, which is so fun, I have right? A question. It is. I have a question. Yeah. If we have keyhole here, right? Yeah. And I want to move the other rows. How do I move the other rows without disturbing the word keyhole? No, no, it's not a problem. Every letter that was in keyhole is now lit up green, but they can be reused. Oh, it's just you, okay. you have to use others I gotcha, too. I gotcha, so. I gotcha. Okay, Ooh. got it. Yeah. I think I what think I see a word that starts with up. Oh yeah. Up. Try try doing up. a T, U P T, and then see where you go from there. I was thinking uptakes, but that's not it. Is up. an uptuplet or something? <laughs> up the it is T I. Oh up but time. Up up times isn't a word, is it? Uh, up times is not a word, right? Well, it is in computer science, but it probably is not going to work here. So let's see. No, up times is the word. Right. You were right. That's yes. great. We're getting lots of letters. Now try up, up T I G and see what you get to after that. Up T, up, up ticks, up. Uptight, uptight. Oh, yes. nice. See, this is where we stop talking because I get so excited yeah. about looking at this. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be something with leg. Yeah, I was looking at that before too. Yeah, I tried leg hole, but that doesn't work. Uh, I just tried leg hose and that also doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, synapse. Oh, whoa. Synapse, oh, synapse. Good oh, one. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's such fantastic. a good one. Oh, oh, we've only got... There's got to be a leg. Yeah. Wait, legum? Legums. There's legums. I'm almost positive there's See, legums. I can't, I can't play with you. You're too good. <laughs> no, no, no. Look. Oh, there is legums. That's it. Oh, I'm That's so excited. It. We got it. Woohoo! We got it. Eight minutes. Oh, look. So we do have it's eight minutes, six seconds. There's a list of there's a one word streak. There's core words, additional found words, and you found five new words. Now, what do those statistics mean? Do you have any? Yeah, clue the core words. The, time? the core words are the are the minimum the minimum number of words that uh, will get you to solve the entire puzzle. That will you know light up all the all the different letter okay. blocks. Oh my gosh, I have to tell you, Cecilia, you're going to be so excited. You can favorite words. So if you find a word and you love it, yeah. you can favorite it and you can tap on it and it will take you to the definition. <gasps> really? Whoa. Wait a yes. minute, wait, how did you do that? You always can do things I can't. And I did something that got me to like an ad. So this is a real problem. Hold on. Okay. So I'm back there. I'm at, oh, I see favorite words. You see? Oh, tap on and it. And for those on of you who like end. hints, you can <gasps> get hints. Um, if you want them. Oh, this is so great. So uptimes. Oh, yes. I'm going to hit that because that's the word I didn't know. I'm going to favorite it, but I can't see anything, but that's okay. I'm going to figure this out later. Oh, that's great. 
So is there one a day? Yes, there's a new daily puzzle daily every puzzle. day. Awesome. And then there's a feature on here where it says, ask friends. How does that work? <gasps> oh, no idea, but we can oh, try hit. it. All right, let's see. Oh my gosh. When you hit it, it gives you oh. like, you can text it. Oh, how funny. Uh -huh. Oh, Bill, we have to get your number so we can text you. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> this is a really fun game, guys. Yeah. Yes. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, is there anything else we need to talk about? I just want to say uh, to the country of Canada that I'm in the process of submitting all the paperwork through through an immigration lawyer up there that I need in order to get readmitted to the country because of what you will read in my memoir. That's so exciting. Terrorist. That is. Yeah. And then are you hoping to like go hang out in Canada? I am. I am. I've got a friend I want to go visit in Montreal and I would really, really love to maybe do a little book tour with my memoir in you know, bookstores across the country. That would be great. Yeah. Oh. It's been 36 years since I've been in Canada. Oh my God. Of the one country, that's the only country you're banned from, right? Yes. I've been, <laughs> I've been allowed to travel in a lot of other countries. Excellent. <laughs> never Canada. Yeah. It's, it's, taking quite a while. I had to assemble all kinds of documentation. I had to get letters from, from friends and family oh saying, gosh. you know, I'm, I'm a reformed person. <laughs> <laughs> I just got my uh, criminal record check back from the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Oh and fortunately gosh. it showed only the one conviction Excellent. on my record. Oh my Excellent. God. That is so crazy. Yeah, my lawyer can take all that information now and start submitting uh, the application for my record suspension. Oh, well, good luck. Yes, <laughs> I'm you. really, I really am excited for you to get to Canada. There's lots yes. of great stuff in Canada. Yes, and we all might have to move there soon enough. So hey. yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that's true. That's very you true. Know, I think that actually, and, I and think it we might actually be, had this pretty conversation. Pretty soon, it might be warm Canada. there too. Yeah, exactly. Right. It is going to be the place that we have to live for climate for sure. No yeah, question. it's going to be the only moderate place for a while. <laughs> <laughs> after the u.s goes up in flames <laughs> all right on that happy note <laughs> thank you so much bill for coming back to us we really appreciate Fun you're very welcome always bill it's my and, pleasure um, we're gonna we're gonna get you back maybe in the fall I, I like that he always um, finishes up our Ooh. season i think you this want him is to like, be our closer don't you think he's kind of our closer at <laughs> this closer. point I like that. I like that too. I like that. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Bill, thank you so much. And we will be talking to you soon. It's always a pleasure. Thanks. Talk Bye. to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. And that's it for this episode and this season of Tom Tit and Baobab. Thanks for being with us. Are you all going to miss us this summer? No one has to miss us. See, all of our episodes are available and spelling bee words recycle often. So up your game by listening to one of our previous episodes or all of our previous episodes. This summer, you can also find us all over social media on Mastodon, CounterSocial, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. And you can always just email us at tomtitandbaobab at gmail.com. If you enjoy listening to TMB and want to make sure that you are the first to hear when we're back in the fall, subscribe or follow us. We also appreciate your reviews and ratings, which help other word nerds and bee doers find us. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a good summer. Bye.